0: We are back on a Wednesday night to take care of the Thursday MLB DFS slate. It's a quick slate, man. We're going to get through this slate super quick because the main slate is only five games. We've got to figure out ways to get different. Had to, you know, sweat out a a potential Mets win. They're they're playing right now. It's around 11 o'clock on the East Coast. They're up 9-5. So we're doing all right there. Got the Grom going tomorrow. So with that being said, Dave, DeGrom up top the guy <laughs> is just fade him at your own risk. I won't fade him. I think it's stupid to fade a guy that comes off a DL and goes for 12 Ks and 10 Ks at 76 damn pitches. Like yes. to do what he's doing, like forget about pitch count. It don't even matter. Like he, he can, you know, if he got up to 85 or 90, what can he do? He's been flirting with perfect games, you know, throughout some of these innings, too. So DeGrom up top against Atlanta. Atlanta does not scare me at all. I know, you know, they've been scoring some runs in the series when guys have been hurt and off bullpen. And, you know, Darren Ruff has shut them down for two innings, throwing 55. But, you know, DeGrom, 10-3, it's a fair price. It's probably the last time you'll see DeGrom, I would say, under 10-8, 10-9. If, if DraftKings keeps it at this price, it's going to be, you know, everybody playing him. You could fade him. In a five-game slate, I guess, you know, you have McClanahan and Darvish with plus matchups against, you know, Kansas City and Washington. But it's going to be a tough fade uh, of DeGrom if you're going to go that route.
1: Yeah, I I, I think... Look, I'm stunned he's Uh, 10-3. Usually in a short slate, they even inflate salaries a little bit. And he's coming off a game against the Phillies when he was untouchable. Like you said, 76 pitches. He saw the Braves the game before that, um, 75 pitches, and went for 35.6 DraftKings points. Um, He's the man, and there's not much more you can put to it. Um, uh, There's no thinking here. Uh, It's simply put, he's the best pitcher on any slate. And when I can get him for 10-3, even versus an offense like the Braves, it's a no-brainer. I'm not going to fade him. Um, and the good thing about the Braves, and you saw it a little bit with uh, Scherzer tonight, they are a high strikeout team. So I, yeah. I do see potential. He had 12 against the Braves in six innings before. Actually, he only went five in that game, didn't he? Five and two-thirds crazy. I see another double digit affair here. So I, yeah, no fade here. I think he's automatic. What I am a little concerned about is McClanahan. I I don't know what your take is on him lately, but I got to watch a little bit of that O's game the other day and yet they were fluky hits. Don't get me wrong. And um, the one play he got really mad at is they did the shift and he got a weak ground at a shortstop off a lefty, but no shortstop was there. Um, And it just dribbled through two runs scored. That's the only way the O's scored, but it's not that it's as much as his K's in the last three games, 4-3-4. Four, four. Before that, I mean, he wasn't under 7 or 8. Um, so it's a little concerning that I'm, I'm starting to see a – is it usage? I'm not sure. is a team we can attack. I'm still feeling okay. But if it's DeGrom and McClanahan, it's clearly DeGrom.
0: Yeah, I think everybody's going to choose to go to DeGrom, um, and for good reason. I think you can go two aces on this slate. There's been – so many times throughout the entire year where there's so many 2K guys. It might be a little bit tougher in a five-game slate, but I think you can go with two studs, man. You can go to Grom and McClanahan if you want the discount. I do see the, the K dip off in the last three games. Don't get me wrong. It's there, but it is Kansas City. Um, you know, not too long ago, three weeks ago, he's averaging like 25, 35 yeah. points a game. So that game can come back out of him at any time. Casey is a good option. You know, the discount to Darvish saves you another $700. He's in play. I'm not touching Max Freed. And then it gets interesting below. Um, Evaldi, he is a definition of a boomer bust at this point yep. of the season. He's getting a great matchup against Pittsburgh. You know, in, in plus matchups as of late, you know, he went to Houston somehow and got 26. Um, But he also went into, you know, played home at Toronto, got minus 12. So he's all over the map but he's got 30 point upside like when he faced at Oakland 30 points he had a stretch of 3 games in a row um late May early June where 30 against Seattle 30 against Baltimore 30 against Oakland even you know 21 against the Angels here so the upside is there for 7700 you're going to need to what you need tomorrow is I would assume between deGrom, McClanahan, and Darvish, two of the guys are gonna go over 20. Two of the guys can probably reach 30. So you want somebody down low if you're gonna take that discount that has the potential, if everything works out, to to reach that 20, 30 point game. And Navaldi has that, especially in a plus matchup against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is just terrible. Like they <laughs> their lineup is just ugly. People making fun of them on Twitter every day and for good reason. Yeah. Um, staying away from Montas, staying away from Barrios, even though Yankees have struggled. Barrios, from like a, a low-owned leverage play at 6,700, can get you there. Um, he's been real shitty the last two starts, got blown up against Cleveland and Minnesota. So he's, again, the definition of a boomer bust, but due to the fact that he's facing the Yankees, Aline Ivaldi, and then outside of that, not touching Sanchez, um, not touching Hernandez who, you know, I don't even know how this guy's still in the league. Um, and then I guess you can maybe take a shot on Baker. He's been good. Boston for the most part is out of it. Um, they're trying to hang in there. So see what lineup they roll out at 6,300 kind of makes some sense. Um, your thoughts there, you know, on those pitchers I went over. Yeah,
1: I mean, Brubaker, I think, is someone in play. But I think my favorite of all of them, and and you spent some time there, is Ivaldi. You're right. You're looking for a guy that can get you over that 20-point plateau. And what's even more important with Evaldi, look at his home ERA. It is 6.26. Well, where is he pitching tomorrow night on the road in Pittsburgh where he's 2.64, almost a third of what his home ERA is. I don't know what it is. Um, He's had almost the same amount of starts at each place. He's just so much more effective on the road. And what's the key here? At home, he's about 7.5 Ks per nine um, pitcher. On the road, he's over 1K per inning. He's almost 10 Ks per nine. So he's just better. There's something – they must put something in that mound he doesn't like. Um, whatever it is right now, Evaldi on the road, good. Evaldi on the road versus the Pirates, great. So, yeah, I'm with you. I 7,700, he, he, I got a star, maybe two next to his name.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be, you know, the optimal build that most people go about doing. The only negative to that, and that's if I was making one lineup, that's where my my brain would go to, DeGrom, Evaldi. Um, the only problem with that is now you have to get different At your other spots, because that's probably Mm going to be the most used combo, at least, you know, looking at it 11 o'clock at night the night before. That's where I think a lot of people will go. Now, make sure you check out our home run model. The home run model has been on fire at Wind Hilly Sports. You know, us staff picks picking based on our gut and some statistics. We've been on fire. Tony's been on fire hotter than the model and us combined. Uh, So he's been killing it. You've been killing it. So make sure you check us out at WindDailySports.com and check out that home run model. Check out our projection model every single day of the week. Check out Dave's article and all the articles at WindDailySports.com. Hop in that expert chat. Ask us those tough questions while you're building your lineups as well. And use promo code STIX22, the number 22, STIX22. You'll get a free month. Lock in. Check out your season-long rankings, half-point PPR, full-point PPR. All of our projection models, all of our articles, expert chat, everything I listed for free for a month at winddailysports.com. But now, Dave, DeGrom of Aldi, if you go that route, you have an average player uh, amount of $4,000 each, which is a healthy amount to go out there and, and load up your stack. So we said we like some pitchers. We said some pitchers are boomer bust potential. Where would you go with your core stack, your first stack, if, if money wasn't an option? Who do you think scores the most runs tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the San Diego Padres. Annabelle Sanchez has not scored over double digits in one game this year on DK, averaging about seven points a game. He's consistent. I'll give him that. Um, He can get you single digits if that's what you like. But for the opposing side, I think the Padres are a really strong team to stack against him. And my favorite, and I'll give it out tonight, is my first home run
0: pick. Manny Machado, he's had some Steal career numbers. Machado for me. That's oh, no, we can, we can both go there. No, 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 no. You got it. You got, you got rights to it. I, I, just for you doing that, I'm going to take Cronenworth off the board uh, as well because San Diego, like you said, you said one thing, he's consistent. The <laughs> other thing he's consistent in, he's given up at least one home run in every start and he hasn't gone over five innings. And out of those starts, um four out of the six starts he has this year. He's let up two home runs. So Machado hits one, Cronenworth hits one. Love so it. we're both good on those home run props. But continue on about your your Padres stack.
1: Well, I mean, just the simple fact is Machado's 9 for 19 in his career off uh Sanchez. Okay, whatever. But five of them are home runs. Hey, find a guy that hits has a career that uh home runs of five or more of a starting pitcher and sign me up. I just think the numbers are there. You're probably going to be in the 300 range with Machado. Might even be down at 270, 280, but either way, love it. And then if you look up and down the lineup, obviously you got to squash or squish Soto in there somehow, some way. I'm a little leery on Bell, just he hasn't played well yet for the Padres. So I'm going to look at guys like Profar, you mentioned it, Cronenworth. And, you know, some of the other guys, you know, at catcher, real interesting. If you could get Alfaro in there, it'll be interesting if they go back to Nola. One of those two guys you can get for cheap. So that's where I'd start my stack at.
0: Yeah, add Trent Grissom in there yep. too. Um, guy can't hit for average, but seven for his last 28, two home runs. got 15 home runs on, the, on a year. So you're hoping, hoping him at, you know, 3,300 gives you a slight discount and allows you to, you know, hopefully get a home run out of him. Lefty, righty matchup. Um You you nailed it, you know, great pitcher to attack. So why not, you know, have a little stack or mini stack Uh, Cronenworth? I think he's going to smash here. Machado, obviously great spot. Other lineups that you like, though, um, for tomorrow, we both got home run props for Cronenworth and Machado. Thoughts about the Mets versus Freed potentially going uh, Tampa Bay here, maybe attacking um, Barreos. Uh, with a Yankees stack who hasn't been hitting, maybe going against the grain if you're not playing Evaldi and go with a super low-owned um, Pittsburgh stack just to get different. Other thoughts here? Where are you at? Yeah, I mean, both I, – I wanted to go
1: Yankees, but if I'm going to sit here and pay up for DeGrom, it's going to be tough to get Yankees in, and then they just continue to not hit – Um, It might be the curse of Jordan Montgomery. I don't know yet, but there's something going on with this team. So I'm going to have to go against them. I'm going to go on the other side of the field, and I'm going to look at the Toronto Blue Jays. They actually, you know, they haven't had too many games against Frankie Montas, but they've seen him 60 times, played appearances, and bat 370 off him. The key is Whit Merrifield has had some great at-bats against him, Um, some others in that lineup that you're going to like. You know, Benintendi, I'm, no, I'm sorry, that's on the wrong side. Springer um, looks like he's had some good success against him, 5-for-16 in his career. So looking at that stack, I know the Blue Jays have been a little cold too offensively, uh, broke out of the slump a little bit today, but I, I think the Blue Jays could be a low-owned stack in a game that people will probably have a lower total to right now looking at 8-8.5. Eight, eight so Blue Jays, I lean a little bit just based on their success against Frankie Montas.
0: Yeah, you know, that's a definite, you look, New York, small hitters park. um. So, and there's power on both sides. I think that will be a game where if I had to, I probably lean with the Yankees finally breaking out with Montas being the better pitcher here. But like you said, he hasn't looked great as well since coming over. He's looked good, but not great. So, there's a situation here that, um, you know, he can be in, in a possible stack combination. I think Boston, you got some cheaper bats, uh, which you wouldn't expect to. In Boston, you got Verdugo at $3,000. Yeah. You got Bogarts only $4,300. You know, depending on who gets to start at first base, Hosmer or Dalback, they're cheap as well, you know, $3,028. So, I think Boston for. A mini stack makes sense. And then you got Tampa Bay, you know, going against Hernandez. Uh, they have cheap bats across their entire team um, from catcher at Mejia, um, G-Mon Choi, 3,200. Um, Brandon Lowe is like the only guy that's over 4,000 right now. So if you need value and Rosarena is over 4,000 as well, he's 4,700. But there's so many bats here. Um that you can slide in for some good value, David Peralta, thirty one hundred. So I think Tampa Bay is another spot that you can look to um, mix and match your your San Diego power with some value from either Boston, Tampa Bay, or maybe sprinkle in some lower owned Toronto or New York Yankees. But let's finish off the show, man. The home run model is not out yet. it It publishes every morning. you know, after all, you know, some of the players are announced and stuff like that. So we have no home run model to go by. This all going by our statistics, our research, our gut. I said Cronenworth after you took my Machado play. I'll let you take the first pick again. Who do you got for your second home run, call?
1: Look, I, I, I'm i not going to take your Goldie, but I am going to the game of the Rockies and the Cardinals. Taylor is just – he's a bad pitcher for the Rockies. I think on the season he's up to 20 home runs allowed. Um, But – I, You know, Goldie's one of those great contact hitters. He came through with a home run prop for me early in this season. He came through big for you the other night. But I'm going to go to one of his teammates. I'm going to go Tyler O'Neal, who is 5 for 7 in his career off Taylor. I, I think someone's going to hit one, um, and I think those contact hitters, like, you know, I, I lean Carlson. But no, I'm going to go O'Neal. I'm going to take O'Neal as a long shot home run value against the Rockies starter. And it's been surprising, to be honest with you. Um, they really haven't teed up off Freeland as much as you thought they would have. They haven't teed up off Marquez as much as they would have. But I think t- tomorrow uh, we're going to see a a St. Louis offense that we're used to.
0: Yeah, let me look at one thing because I wasn't looking at the early slate. I wanted to check out. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. I, I went all day on that one. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got to go for it, man. If you got the edge on a home run prop that's not in DFS, you know, for the late slate, I just want to you. You encouraged me to look at one thing before I give out. I was going to go with somebody else, but I want to see one thing. Maybe I can sneak one by in this early state, get some early action. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's go early slate. This is for Tony, man. It's one of his favorite players. I feel like he's always uh picking in from home runs or value play, whatever the case may be. Let's go with a little Cedric. Mullins. Mullins. Yeah, th- this is for Tony, man. I'm going to ride his hot streak. Um Adrian Sampson, not anybody you got to worry about. Um you got the platoon effect, righty versus lefty. Baltimore wants to keep winning games. So give me Cedric Mullins. I was thinking about going um uh, someone sneaky like a, a Brandon Lowe or David Peralta for for Tampa Bay, but let's go to early games. Let's go with our guy Cedric Mullins. I love it. I love it. I think, um, obviously, the
1: Orioles, um, good hitting team, and the Cubs, bad pitching team. So, that combination, I think you're going to see a home run. Um, Mullins in the leadoff spot, you're at least getting four at bats, which is a a pretty good play there. I like it.
0: Yeah, I might slam my computer if. uh, No, it's not. The Messers blew a four run lead. Now it's a two run lead. Man on, one and all count, two outs. Acuna's up. Acuna has got no power. So I'm not really ready for my home run, man. He hasn't been really swinging it.
1: Is Diaz pitching the eighth and leaving Trevor May for the ninth?
0: I don't know. um, But I don't question Buck, man. Like all year long, this guy has pulled the right strings. So I'm assuming after all these runs to score, the the heart of the lineup was, was kind of up in the eighth and he cruised through that eighth because it was a tighter game. Yeah. And then, it became a four-run lead game, so I figure they don't want to pitch Edwin, so they can pitch him tomorrow. And now Acuna's up. I don't know, man. You want to sweat this out with me, or you you want to talk for a couple minutes? So I yeah, let, let's
1: sweat it out, man. I, I I this is what baseball does to us, man. It's awesome. Um, you feel in the bag in one minute, and then you know all it takes is one swing, and that team's
0: back into it. Um, can you agree I, with me at this point? Let, let's see if you're on the same level as me. And this is hopefully, be you know, while Cunha gets out. At this point in time, oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, thank you, Lord. He had a cool. line drive, right center field gap, five feet what from time? the fence. Yeah, Marte caught it. ran it down. Wow. But off the bat, it looked kind of scary. But I'm glad the Mets won. May held it down. But my question for you, and we can leave on this. At this point in time, from where people drafted this guy, From the swag that he's showing on the field, I'm saying Ronald Acuna is overrated at this point for his current production. You agree with that, or you think the upside is still so good that this guy is so great that he is deserving of his level of status at this point?
1: So I do think he's great. I do think the upside's there, but the... I think the swag's got to be tuned down just a tad because if, if he's lucky, he's the fifth best hitter on that team right now. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, you know,
0: and I love people showing their personality, but uh, you gotta I, be a little bit better. Like you gotta be yes. either with the home runs or with either with the home runs. Yeah. Tony, we got to win. Thank the Lord for that. That would, that would have really hurt if they even went to extra innings there, but no, nah, I think at this point he's a little bit overrated for bit. Yep. the cockiness and the swag. And, like, same thing with you. I, I don't dislike the cockiness and the swag. It's not because he's on the Braves, but, like, he's not on that, that level where, like, he hits a double or he slides home. He didn't really do much, and, like, he's, like, staring people down like he just hit a ball, like, 480. Like, if you hit a ball 450, look at it, yep. throw the bat. Or if you hit 320, you know. He you're, did it for one me the of, other day when he did the
1: LeBron after he hit a homer against the Marlins that meant nothing, and yeah. I just
0: said, like, "Come on, man! Like,
1: yeah. what's that? Your seventh homer this year? Like, stop!"
0: And that ring is not really his ring. So, like, yeah, don't Christ. even say they. Don't even say you got a ring. Like, you can be like this. Like, you won a championship. You have a ring, but you had no part in that ring at all. Yep. And you were just was- a spectator, and now you're running around with all this extra swag, and you're hitting like with no power. I see the power. His swings are getting better, and he's coming off a bad injury, and he came back quick. So, yeah. I, But I don't see him in that. I don't know if he ever gets back to that trout level or what gold he's hitting right now or, you know, Harperish level. level. Um, but he's got the potential because he's a five-tool player. He can run. He can catch. He can field. He can hit. Hit with power in the past, but just hasn't been there this year so far.
1: Yeah, and he's only 24. So, listen, I I think the, the sky's still the limit for this kid. But, you know, if you let it get to yourself and you don't put in the work and you're a little bit more about
0: that swag, that's what I'm worried about with him. So, we'll see. You have a chance. You can sign Tatis, Soto, Acuna, or let's go with somebody a little bit older, Mookie Betts, and Trout. Those five guys, who do you take? Soto. I'll take Mookie. Yeah, I think all- Mookie just shows up. He's he's kind of like underrated at this point for me. Like, he's done it all. Yeah. Defensively, he's better than, I would say, almost all of them. Yeah. Hitting-wise, speed-wise, and consistency, dude's there. But Soto does have that upside. Uh, but he's also fall off this, this year, too. I don't know because he's playing on a bad team, whatever the case may be. But interesting how these guys get these contracts and then yeah. see what happens. Yeah, no, I love
1: myself some Mookie too. So I, I'm the guy's just a baller. Uh, I, yeah. I love watching him play. Well, it, yeah. he's been out like, I want to say he's missed like 15 to 20 games, something in that range. I think he has 27 homers. <laughs> From the he's got off.
0: real rings and he's defensively, people don't realize how good he is defensively. Like big plays, gunning people down, robbing home runs. Like he's done it all throughout his career and he's been pretty healthy, you know, throughout it all too. So now, interesting time, man. Appreciate you today. Hopefully your Phillies are there with us, you know, at the end of the year, Hopefully the Mets stay healthy. Oh, we got a game this weekend. We're playing in Philly. Yeah. Four gamer. Your boy, uh, your cowardly friend, uh, Noah Syndergaard decided he he doesn't want to. Like, how do you, like you do it one time. All right. (laughs) Like, let's just, we can call it whatever we want to call it. But really? Like, is it really? What do you think it is? And you're at hope, home, like, nothing's going to happen to you. I don't gonna know happen? what it is.
1: I, I'm really distraught by it because you could make the excuse, oh, he's not getting his five days of rest the, the Angels gave him, you know, because they had six starters. Well, he pitched Monday. He's getting his five if he goes Sunday. Like, it's just – it's a little bizarre to us because that's not the type of
0: athlete we kind of rally around. So, I, I and, hope – And, and the, the locker room, like, you're coming over and, like, you're saying, no, nah, I don't want to – so, if you don't want to pitch against the Mets in, like – I wouldn't call it a meaningless game on a Sunday. Like, are you going to want to pitch against them? You got to face them, like, in the playoffs? Like, are you going to not – I'd rather get that shit out of the way now than yes. have to do it, like, during the playoffs. So, that that makes no sense to me. Like I, I said, one it. pass, go. You can make an excuse. But the second time around, everybody's calling you out. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to pitch. You guys are going to talk all this shit. Like, I wanted yes. my rest, but whatever. But, like, I'm out here and, you know – for the rest it. of the pitching staff and the team, you're fighting for a playoff spot. You're you're taking personal. What could it be like? Do you not want to fail against them? Are you fearful of somebody in the lineup? They they're not going to throw at you because you got a DH. He what do you really leave, think it is? He didn't leave on bad terms either, right? I mean, it I don't know. Kind of, like I don't know anything about it. Like, but like, what's going to happen? And they can't throw at him anymore if he did yeah. say something or did do something. Like, what is it? I just
1: guess he's, like, emotional. That's that's my only guess. Like, just because of how long he's, he was there, he just can't see the other side. I don't know, but it's not good by me, I'll tell you that much. But uh, he's going to have to really throw some gems now here on out to make up for this.
0: Yeah, man. I don't get it, man. We'll see what happens. I don't get the, the swagginess of Acuna when he's not really performing, and I definitely don't get well, I know is cowardly not wanting to face the Mets in a playoff race. It just doesn't make any sense, but we'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you check out their home run model. Um, PGA has got a big tournament starting tomorrow morning. Check out. We have three articles out from PGA. We won multiple outrights um, last weekend. Uh, so these guys have been hot in golf. If you missed the show on YouTube, make sure you go watch their show on our YouTube channel, like, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us at wind daily sports on Twitter. Hop in our expert chat at WinDaily. Use promo code STIX22, the number 22, for a free month at WinDaily Sports as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Everybody, good luck on a Thursday.